You're listening to Broke. We bring you stories about what happens at the intersection of poverty and life. I'm Joanne Goldblum. I've spent my career working with people in poverty. I'm joined by my friend Colleen Shaddix, a journalist whose beat is social justice. Today, we're going to talk with some people on the front lines about how the COVID-19 pandemic is affecting diaper banks. In case that term is new to you, a diaper bank provides free diapers to help out people who can't afford them. Normally, one in three young families struggles to afford an adequate supply of diapers for their children. Obviously, with many people losing work because of the pandemic, we're concerned that that number could be going much higher. Joanne is CEO of the National Diaper Bank Network, and she's invited some diaper bank leaders to join us. We're happy to be joined by Lindsey Gray, Executive Director of Bundles of Hope's Diaper Bank in Birmingham, Alabama, who can tell us what she's been seeing. Welcome, Lindsay. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, happy to. So first, I, I just want to check, how are you, your your family, your staff? How's everybody holding up? I, I think we're holding up, you know, as, as best as possible. Um, definitely feeling the weight of the crisis, for sure. Yeah. Are, are you seeing more people reaching out to, to your diaper bank for help? We, we are. I um, was literally just trying to, you know, uh, get a client to one of our distribution partners who's actually going to be traveling into Birmingham. So we are really seeing people reach out beyond kind of our our target area that we serve, um, North Alabama, South Alabama, kind of all over the state. So do, has it been a really big increase in the number of people? As far as our distribution partners, we've tried to maintain as many, you know, um, of our routine processes, and we've seen about a 300% increase in requests from our partner agencies serving families. Uh, I'm sorry, I just need to, 300%? Wow. This is in two weeks, three weeks? Two weeks. We distributed, Joanne, 50,000 diapers last week. That is what we typically Mm -hmm. distribute in a month. I mean, wow. it's, it's, it's substantial, significant, wow. um, con- concerning all, all of, all of the, all of the things. Wow. Now, do, do you have the resources you need to offer help on that scale? Currently we do, we do, we've done disaster relief in the past. So a week before this pandemic hit, we sent diapers to Nashville, um, for their tornado relief, mm-hmm. not knowing, you know, what, the circumstances we're going to be in a week, mm-hmm. you know, so how quickly things are changing. Um, so we do have some, um, you know, preparation for that. And so we've been able to pull a little bit from our disaster um, stock, mm-hmm. but it is dwindling very quickly. We were down at the warehouse working on Saturday and I was looking around thinking these are moving very fast, a lot faster. And diaper, we know diapers move fast anyways on a normal day-to-day basis. Right. Are you finding that you're getting good response from supporters to, to help with this? We, we've been able to reach out to some local foundations who, again, you know, have uh, preparedness funds for certain situations like this. But, you know, I think there's that, that fear or that concern of how long is that going to last? Hmm. Um, this is, we're just at the beginning. Right. This is just literal crisis mode. So recovery after this, you know, you're talking about job loss and, and things. I, I don't think anybody quite realizes, nobody knows what we're going to be dealing with. 
come a month, two months down the road. Wow. What, what about, so, so you've been able to reach out to some new foundations. How about your, um, sort of your more regular donors, individual donors and things like that? Have, have you seen, uh, are you holding steady, seeing an increase, a decrease? We're, I think we're holding steady. I will say, you know, we had a spring event, nonprofits. We use mm. events for fundraising. Mm-hmm. Um, it was supposed to be um, Sunday, supposed to be yesterday, and mm. we had to cancel it. Um, mm-hmm. So we are seeing we had a, a sponsor who is an annual sponsor that reached out. Um, they're a local business here, and 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 they've reached out and said, right now we we obviously can't support you. We don't know how we're going to pay our employees. Mm. Um, so there's a little bit of a balancing of yes, developing new partnerships, but in the meantime, existing partnerships are just not going to work for some organizations, and we obviously respect that and understand that. And um, right, so it's. Yeah, that's, that's really hard. I mean, I hadn't thought about what that does, you know, and of course, a diaper bank is in the business of supporting people who are struggling. And so to see your supporters go from right. people who are giving you to people who you might have to help. Yeah. And we've had some of our partners we've reached out to and said, we need support. And they've said, we can't help you. And that was a really hard conversation for them. It's a mm-hmm. very delicate Um, We want to, you know, advocacy is so huge and we want people to know what the situation is as it's unfolding week to week. Mm -hmm. Um, But we also want to be sensitive. People, everybody wants to help. Some can and some aren't going to be able to. Right. That's that's really hard. So uh, how how are you operating while keeping people safe? Like what are you how are you managing the social distancing and stuff like that? So as the the parameters, as the guidelines have unfolded, we have just tried to be super flexible. So when it was groups of 50, you know, volunteers, we had to cut back. We usually have about 100, you know, we've been pulling about 100 volunteers on a monthly basis um, Mm -hmm. on our first Saturday serve. So now we've implemented no more than 10 in a group. Um, and mm-hmm. we've done more bundlings. We're going to have to bundle every Saturday instead of once a month. Um, and as new things have come out that, you know, the CDC is recommending everybody wear masks. So we've had to implement that um, mm-hmm. and figure out how we're going to, to work that into the system. Wow. And are you able to get masks and gloves and stuff like that that you need? We, we've had, yes, we have a wonderful partnership with our where, our warehouse partner, Christian Service Mission, and they've had some supplies. We've gotten makeshift masks. I wore just a, a piece of cloth that I had at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm My background is nursing, uh, so I'm very, very sensitive to and, and trying to communicate well with our volunteers. If we can makeshift something to, to make it work for us, we do not want to be pulling any PPE from our healthcare workers. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine what it is it's like for them right now. So um, we're trying to be really respectful of that. This, this might be a difficult question. Certainly you don't have to, if, if it's not something you thought about, but have you guys thought about, um, you know, are you going to be able to stay open? Are you thinking about, um, you know, if you're not able to meet the need? We no, And mm-hmm. it's a great question. And yes, we've thought about that. We have about 40 partner agencies across four counties. Mm-hmm. Um, we work with a pretty diverse group of organizations. So some have had to close and some have not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think having that variety has la- allowed us not to collapse our distribution. You know, if you're just working with one, you know, kind of agency. Mm-hmm. So it's worked for us. We've also tried to talk about what would a mobile distribution look like? We've seen diaper banks across 
across the country doing that more direct service drive through. What does that look like? So we've had lots of conversations about, I mean, we, we have no plans on backing away from the community at this time um, and let barring health or anything like that. Um, That is just not an option for us. Right. 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 For listeners who might not be familiar with diaper banking, can you explain what a partner agency is? Yes. Uh, So a partner agency is an established organization in the community that's been around for a while that's already loving and caring and serving the community. So they're kind of already assessing the need and they've established relationships with families. And then we add the diapers as an additional resource to the care that they're receiving. So that could be at a food pantry at a church. That could be at a women's center. That could be at a health care organization. We don't want families traveling other places to get diapers. We want to put the diapers in their path as they're engaging in their community. Um, So that's kind of what we work with foster organizations, special needs families, domestic violence shelters. So we put those diapers in their hands to serve the families. So really the only other question I have is, is what can people do to help your diaper bank and other diaper banks across the country? Donations right now are so, so um, helpful, you guys, and beneficial. Mm-hmm. We really, we're, and, and we didn't touch on this, Joanne, but we're not doing diaper drives. We don't right. want, the, there's been so much panic purchasing. Mm-hmm. The shelves are empty. We are serving clients that are financially, they can buy diapers. They can't find diapers. Right. So we're having to pull them into um, our organization service because we always felt like a need is a need. And right, right. now there are families in need that have not experienced need before. So we don't want people going in one to limit contact, right? Mm -hmm. We want you in and out of the store and we we don't want to be touching resources that other people are touching. Mm -hmm. So because we have a wonderful relationship with the National Diaper Bank Network and have access to direct lines to manufacturers and really can get the diapers at the cheapest cost as far as safety and, Mm -hmm. and, and economically smart, um, donations uh, to the National Diaper Bank Network or your lo- local diaper bank mm-hmm. um, are going to be super important, you know, as we, as we, right. you know, serve. Yeah. And that's a really good point. You're right. We should have talked about that. Most diaper banks, at least a portion of what they give away comes from diaper donations, not from cash. Um, and, and so I've heard that some areas, a big part of the problem is that they have diaper um, sort of drop-off locations throughout their cities, and many of those locations are closed. So even if people had diapers to donate, they don't because nobody's going out. So when we crunched year-end numbers last year, Joanne, we collected a third of the diapers that we distributed that way through collections through the community. So that's a huge loss. It's a huge loss, huge. Right. And and so so really what we're yeah. talking about is cash donations. And, you know, you have a website, I'm sure, that um, people can donate online, um, you know, as does the National Diaper Bank Network. And, and every diaper bank in our network has that. And um, right now, you're right. That's the that is the answer. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and another thing that, that we aren't getting is opened di- diaper packages. You know, mm-hmm. everybody stopped taking those. Yeah. 
Hey, Lindsay, would you like to read off your URL for us? Yes, www.bundlesdiaperbank.org. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anything else that you think we should ask you about this that you'd like people to know? I think it's so important to be kind and loving in this. It's so easy and the stress of situations to let that overcome you. Um, and we have to stay focused as leaders and set the culture, set the tone of how we're going to care for our communities um, and do it with um, love. That's what, that's what it's all about. We, we love families. We do. We're talking about diapers. We're really talking about people right? We're talking about Brittany that's reached out to us. We're talking about Amy that she was in tears. I was in, she was in tears with me on Thursday about how she's going to diaper her baby. Um, so people are looking for us and it's not just about the diaper. It's like being there with them in this. We're here. We see you, we hear you, and we're going to try our best to help you through this. Um, so I think that's so important. That is that is beautifully said, Lindsay, and I think that's um, you know it really is, and and I I think um, you know one of the reasons that I love diaper banking is because that's what you hear from diaper bankers is that they're out there trying to do something good in their community, and um, you know we really care about the other people um, you know in our lives, even if they're not people we know mm -hmm. that we're all we're all in it together. So I really you 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 said that beautifully. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you, Joe. We're very happy to have Rachel Alston join us now. Rachel is the executive director and founder of the PDX Diaper Bank in Portland, Oregon. Welcome, Rachel. Thanks. Yeah, I'm very, very happy to be here. Great. Well, f first of all, we just wanted to check in. How how are you guys doing? Your family, your staff? How's it going? Um, we're we're good. We're good. I um, you know, we're we're all well. We're staying safe at home as much as we possibly can. And you know, my daughters who are twelve and eight. They're doing doing a great job keeping busy and yeah. minimal, minimal bickering. <laughs> so um, you know, we're in good spirits, and you know, they miss their friends and grandparents and right. their typical day-to-day, -day. but, you know, it is what it is. We're in a complicated world right now, um, but luckily, you know, my husband and I have been able to kind of tailor our jobs to, to be at home, and we feel really fortunate to have stable employment, as you know, that a lot of families just aren't experiencing right now, so. No, absolutely, and that actually gets to the first first question about what you're seeing. Um, are you seeing more people reaching out to you to the diaper bank for help? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so just at our at PDX Diaper Bank alone, um, you know, between social media messages and and emails from families, you know, needing diapers. Um, we're just, we're also seeing just a dramatic increase in the need of our partner agencies who we provide diapers to monthly. Mm -hmm. um, we have two board members actually who serve as um, on our board and, and we had a board meeting a couple nights ago and, and they were telling us that just the calls even they've received in their programs um, have almost doubled on a daily basis. So um, we're definitely seeing a huge, huge impact um, right now from COVID-19 and and, would you um, say a 50%, 100%? I would at least say definitely 50% at this point. Um, you know, and as you guys know, you know, something like this, um, you know, it's going to impact 
everything for a really long time. It's not just going to go away overnight. Um, this need is going to just continue on. Right. No, it's, yeah, it's really hard. So do you have the resources you need to offer the help on the scale that you're being, that you're seeing? Um, honestly, um, I mean, truthfully, I would say not yet. Um, but you know, we're working on it. It's, like I said, something like this doesn't just go away overnight. And we're, we are estimating maybe over the course of the next year, we'll probably have to purchase twice as many diapers as we originally budgeted for. And as you can imagine, right, for any nonprofit or any business, that's a pretty frightening thought. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're working on grant proposals to try to get them out to local foundations um, to get some more emergency supply um, supplies, you know, funding for that. Um, you know, and as, as for diaper banks, you know, most, a lot of the diapers we get, right, are from community donations. And, you know, just like food banks rely on food drives, we rely on diaper drives. So, you know, we have with, you know, social business closures and right social distancing mandates, they have come to a halt. We literally have no diaper drives going on in the community right now. And, and what's your normal percent? Like, is does a lot of your um, do a lot of your diapers come through those? Is that do you really count on that for a lot? Um, we we try to like in order to keep our services sustainable because we're still a pretty small developing diaper bank, um, doing our best. But um, we try to keep before we can invite additional nonprofit partners into our network and provide them with diapers. We try to keep it at 50, a 50-50 split between Mm -hmm. what we're bringing in in donations and what we are um, purchasing. And that seems to be pretty successful at this point. So we really try to keep it at that. So you can imagine if we're receiving hardly any donations of diapers, how this would impact our budget. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. So you're seeing a double in, in, in requests and you're seeing the same amount decline. Yeah. Um, how about financial donors? Are you, are you finding that you're able to, to count on your supporters or, you know, lots of people are having trouble as it is. So I, I wonder if donations are going down or, um, financial donations, actually, I would say, you know, we've been trying to keep in real communications with our existing donor base and sending out emails, giving them updates on the impact that we're seeing, um, from COVID-19 and, um, we've, We've had a, a good amount of people step up financially, which is amazing. Um, but there's still so much more that we need to, you know, meet this increased need that we are seeing now and that we will definitely continue to see in the future. Yeah. And yeah, that's really hard. So how are you managing your operations while dealing with social distancing? First off, right, just trying to stay up to date on, you know, local impact and um, following CDC guidelines. I mean, my colleague and I, we actually share a warehouse with another nonprofit um, and we were wearing masks like two months ago and people were sort of looking at us a little strange, but you know, I felt like we were sort of ahead of the game on that one, you know, right now now the CDC is saying, you know what, actually we should all probably be wearing masks right now. So um, 
so yeah, and you know, as it comes to you know, we're just trying to work as ho- at home, do our administrative stuff at, from home as much as possible. And in terms of, um, we don't do direct services with families, except we teach classes on cloth diapering. Um, we've kind of put a halt on those right now. But you know, when it comes to getting diapers out there to the community, we have our partner agencies come pick those up. And we, what we've been saying to folks is, pull on through, pop your trunk. We'll load for you, stay in your cars, and we will give you a friendly wave and send you on your way. And that seems to be working so far. So, Now, what about using volunteers? Are you able to or have you stopped using volunteers? Um, we really, I mean, well, with not too many uh, diaper donations coming in, you can see like even the, the need for volunteerism has decreased. But um, we're not really right now. Um we love our volunteers and we miss our regular ones, but we, you know, our governor right now has a very big campaign right now saying stay home, save lives. Mm-hmm. So we just feel like ultimately like a respect for that and asking our volunteers to come when we're in fact trying to stay home ourselves. Um, we're just, that, yeah. That makes sense. Um, that, that really does know. Are you seeing an uptick on people interested in cloth? Yes, actually, very much so. And um, my, co- my colleague and I um, are actually just starting. Um, we At first, we were having people schedule one-on-one appointments. We were meeting them outside, asking them to stay in their vehicles and giving them everything um, that they need to sustainably do- uh, cloth diaper their children, which is, we're pushing that right now, truthfully. It's you know, we're, li- we're in a world right now where people can't find diapers on the shelves right. even. Right. Um, so as a sustainable resource, we're letting people know, like, please consider doing this and we'll give you everything that you need. And, and um, you know, typically a big part of our programs, though, is, you know, that educational component. We have classes every month that are typically full. And um, so we're trying to, you know, figure out a, ma- a way to get that online. So tell us, Rachel, what can people do to help your diaper bank and, and other diaper banks? Um, I mean, diapers are always fantastic. Um, it, so obviously, social distancing mandates makes that a little challenging right now. You know, a lot of our donation drop-off locations, which our businesses are closed. Um, people aren't leaving their homes like they normally would to even make those donations. Um they can ship them to our warehouse, but you know, part of me even I feel even a little bit of guilt there because I feel like that puts additional you know stress even on our American essential workers right now mm-hmm. with shipping and things like that. So, you know, a lot of people don't realize you know obviously dollars are so impactful, but I feel like they're even so much more impactful now because we're having to purchase so many additional diapers, and we will have to purchase so many additional diapers for a long time. And, um, you know, one thing our don't, sometimes people don't realize is how much of a better deal we get from right. partnerships, right, with the National right. Diaper Bank Network and Huggies and, and getting diapers at a discounted rate in bulk amounts. So, I mean, I would say truthfully, just dollars, 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 they really make an impact. And I assume there's someplace on your website. Would you like to tell us your website? Oh, it's pdxdiaperbank.org. Okay. And people can go there directly and donate. Um, Yeah. At this point, uh, what we hear from everybody is um, 
money is is what we need because we have to buy the diapers and yeah. um, and you know that's that's all we can do. We really appreciate you taking the time with us, Rachel, and we will um, let you know when uh, this goes live. Sounds great. Sounds Excellent. great. I hope Thank you uh, take care and please uh, give my best in your world okay. to Miranda and the others. Yes. I feel like I didn't bring that up about the team here. We're, we're doing good. We're doing good. It's just, you know, diaper banking always presents its, you know, typical challenges, but now I feel like it's it's doubled. It's doubled. So, it's, and does everybody on your staff have young kids? Yeah, we do. We both do. So, you know, besides the challenge, right, of working from home, we now, right, schools are all closed. Mm-hmm. So we're we're definitely right, like moms. Then we're we both have two young children. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, moms and and running the diaper bank, and so, right. Right. No, it's, it's hard. I guess one question actually that I forgot to ask was, um, you know, have you guys talked about if you are confident you can maintain operations? I think it's going to be okay. I think it's going to be okay. And it's going to be tight. Yeah. You know, finances are going to be tight. Um, but you know, I think every nonprofit and every business is feeling that right now. I mean, we're not alone in this. No. No, so I think it's going to be okay, you know, as long as we push forward and um, budget appropriately and, right. you know, ask for assistance, right? Yes, absolutely. Try to get funding from volunteers, and, or excuse me, foundations and mm-hmm. and um, our regular supporters. And um, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. It's just going to be challenging. So before we close, I'm going to suggest that folks – log on to nationaldiaperbanknetwork.org where they can find out how to help the PDX diaper bank and diaper banks around the country. As always, we thank you for listening to Broke. If you have a story to tell about how poverty is affecting your life, we want to hear from you. Send us an email at AmericanBroke.com and we may invite you on a future episode. Thank you very much, ladies. <laughs>